the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Don't believe the sugar-coated gospel. It is void of sin. It is void of suffering. Don't believe the broad gospel that all paths lead to God. Listen, here's your struggle, you who believe all paths lead to God. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. I am the only way, the only life, the only truth. No man can access the Father but through me because the cross of Calvary will bridge that gap between you and God. There's only one way. There is no plan B. There is no backup plan and you will face tribulation for believing that thank you for joining us here at west side christian fellowship located in leona valley california one hour north of los angeles today's message on regaining lost ground is titled when a beautiful place becomes a broken place second corinthians 12 9 through 10 says but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that christ's power may rest on me that is why for christ's sake i delight in weaknesses in insults in hardships in persecutions in difficulties for when i am weak then i am strong please join us as pastor shane brings us hope through god's living word encouraging us to keep our focus on christ allowing his holy spirit to live through us today you can hear the whole message at pastor shane's youtube and rumble channels make sure to subscribe today for more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The Spirit is willing but the flesh is weak isn't that interesting the famous verse many people know this verse they've heard this verse it has to do with praying wait a minute could praying strengthen me spiritually is it could that be the key i'm missing could that be the engine that runs my train could that or drives my car or what i mean could that could that be the missing ingredient could that be the missing element and i'll tell you if you're getting more social media than time with god you will be influenced in a in a very unhealthy direction fear anxiety what's going on that time with god is, is so important but this this is maybe it's me but this is amazing he fell on his face our lord and savior fell on His face. Our posture does reflect our heart often. And so when we give out calls, you know, come to the altar, it's not just to come to... There's a a posture that resembles the brokenness we're feeling. And if there's no posture, if there's no no reaction, you got to wonder, is my heart even engaged? 
I mean, if you think what our state is considering, you think about the the decadence of our family, you think what Disney is trying to promote, you think of the the perversion, what's trying to be pushed on our kids, there should be a, there should be a, a, a heaviness to, to fall on the ground and see it's not the falling or the alt. It's, it's just, but there should be a positioning, correct? A positioning. You lose everything tomorrow. I guarantee you'll be on the, on the floor crying. See, there's a, there's a position. Many of us just don't have, have the heart of Christ within us. We don't feel the compassion of God. And that compassion will drive you to a posture. I'll tell you this last week of prayer, I've been just really pressing in and you feel, you feel the, the, the weight of what's going on. You feel that the time clock is ticking. And, and if, if there's not a massive spiritual awakening, the Titanic has been hit. It is going down and it, it, it just doesn't look very good for our children and our grandchildren. But God doesn't say, well, who cares? Tomorrow we die. He says, no, when Zion travails, that something will be born and there's got to be a, an anguish, a call to anguish, a call to a desperation, a crying church that, that, that is truly wanting to seek the heart of the Father. There's one thing I know that God hears. He hears the cries of His children. He hears a desperate plea. He hears a yearning for more of Him. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Interesting. Be vigilant physically and spiritually. Because I can pray, but if I'm not watching, it, it, it reminds me really of Nehemiah. I don't know how many of you know that story, but he was rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem. It's an incredible manual on leadership. I'd love to go through it sometime, especially with the men on Nehemiah. But he said, with, with one hand, we built the wall. With a trial, trial for, for concrete. And with the other hand, we held the sword. So you've got to be, you've got to, you're praying, but you're also watching. You're discerning. You're being very sensitive to what's going on. You're, you're not allowing certain things in your home or, or maybe friendships with your kids that shouldn't be friendships going on or the influence that is drawing the family away. Are you discerning what's going on in my home? What's going on in the church? What's going on in our How You're watching and praying. And our physical position can affect our spiritual outcome. Sleeping during a battle assures defeat, Correct? Fearing during battle assures retreat. And feasting during the battle assures sluggishness. See, there's always a physical posture that's going to have spiritual ramifications. Think about it. There, how much fear was, was out there over the last two years? I mean, and I understand, so please understand what I'm not saying is coming from a condescending heart. I'm not in their position, so I don't really know, but talking to so many, let's say, nurses or doctors I know or uh, teachers, oh man, I can't say anything. I will, what? Lose my job. Get fired. How many sheriffs can't really say anything about the vaccine mandate because might get fired? Or firemen. I know firemen, there's a lawsuit with, with the vaccines. And, 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 and so, but I understand it. I mean, I don't think we should just, I don't care if I get fired. Who cares? I mean, you got, you got, there's got to be wisdom there. God's got to be, God's got to be giving you some discernment and maybe how can you have it make a, a difference internally? But you see how, how defeating fear was. 
And you see so many churches afraid, afraid to talk about what was really going on. I mean, there's a lot of shenanigans that was going on with this virus and things. It was, hey, these antibodies work. No, you can't use anti- antibodies. Hey, this really works. No, you can't use that. You have to just use this. You have to use that. You have to controlling, manipulating false narratives. News outlets owned by like six people. You know, all your news outlets pretty much are owned by six people, six organizations that are not good people. And they will control a narrative and saying the same thing. And so using discernment, using wisdom. And, but I do know this brokenness paves the way to the nearness of the Savior. Brokenness paves the way to the fullness of the Spirit. And, and I looked into this. I actually read a book by a shepherd. Uh, and I did searches and, you know, and you get one side and not the other. And somebody, some other side says, well, no, that really doesn't happen. But let's just say tradition holds that many times or sometimes a, a, a shepherd would actually break the leg of a lamb that continually wandered from the flock. Or he would tie something to it. Why? Because that wandering sheep would be met by disaster. And so once that leg was broken or splint, he would then carry that sheep, that lamb, on his shoulders. And through that broken and dependent relationship, he would begin to trust the shepherd. And so could it be that God is breaking many of you? Many people listening. Maybe breaking us by what's going on. You know, if if all this stuff wasn't going on, I'd hate to see how prideful the church would be. Think about if the president you wanted was in office, COVID was gone, real estate's great, everything's going great. Do you think we'd be really seeking God like never before? Well, I already know the answer. And so through this brokenness, this broken, dependent relationship, Jesus, You are my sufficient Savior. You are my everything right now. You, you begin to He holds you. And could it be when your leg is healed and He puts you down that you don't stray too far anymore? The blessing of brokenness. The blessing of brokenness. And let me tell you, it's a lifelong struggle. It's a lifelong People, Somebody asked me, well, so when, when way back when you got... Like, when did God break you? Well, yesterday. <laughs> last week. Last month, and I'm sure he's going to do it again. Those he loves, he disciplines, chastises. That word that you look up, it's not a whip and things like that. It's a, it's a loving rebuke. Those he loves, he will rebuke. Because he loves you. He loves me. And so the blessing of brokenness, can you imagine if we, here's what the enemy wants you to do with your brokenness throw a pity party. Can you relate? Woe is me. And then with a pity party, there's no effectiveness. 
There's no ministry. There's no helping others. But if you take that brokenness and you turn it, God turns it into an unbreakable force, then you're ministering to others. Then you're helping others. Then you're on fire for God. Then you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And so if you have brokenness, that brokenness that was sent to destroy you, remember I said the other last time, the storm that was sent to break you might be the storm that God's going to use to make you. And so you focus in the right direction. You focus that brokenness and that hurting and that pain, that addiction. You focus it back on Christ. And, and through that broken and dependent relationship, listen, I realize I come up here as a broken, shattered man. And if God does not speak boldly through me and ignite my heart and guide me with the Holy Spirit and let the Word come alive, it will fall on deaf ears. It won't be a living church. It will be a dead church. And we have enough of those. The blessing of brokenness. And so this continued to break my heart as I read. We'll keep going to the next screen. He went away. He went away a second time. I never saw this before. I never saw this before until this week. I've read it, the New Testament, I think 50 times now. But we all, you know, I know Jesus asked that this, this cup be taken away. And I thought, you know, that was, and I never realized he asked what it says here. He went away a second time and prayed. Again, my father, if it is not possible, in other words, is it possible for this cup to be taken away? Do, do I have to drink of it? Do I have to go to Calvary? Do I have to be beaten? Do I have to be mocked? Do I have to be scorned? Do I have to have that crown of thorns just placed on my head? And, and is the creation really going to crucify their Creator? And do I have to go through that anguish? The, 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 I, I, Father, please take this cup from me. Nevertheless, Your will be done. And so you see the humanity in Jesus. You see the humanity and, and, and that desperation, but you also see the, the love of, of, of God and His love for us. And when He came back, He found them sleeping. How many of us are sleeping when we should be wide awake saying, King Jesus, I am here. I will do business until You return. What can I do? I will watch and I will pray. Oh, don't find me sleeping. Don't find me. Like He says, be careful that day come upon you unexpectedly like a thief in the night and you're, you're, you're carried away by drunkenness and carousing and that day come upon you unexpectedly. There's a, there, there's a, there, and, and sleeping, it's not necessarily eyes closed for us. And it is spiritually asleep. And that's why I said, with the real church of Jesus Christ, please wake up out of your slumber. Would you wake up out of your slumber? The war, the, the war against lukewarm Christianity is being fought now. Would the real church please rise up? Would they play, take the rightful position and begin to do spiritual warfare? The sleeping giant is still sleeping, and you don't conquer any kingdoms when you're sleeping. Tell us smooth things like a baby, rock us to sleep. That's what the Jeremiah said. Jeremiah 23 talked about false prophets. And the people would say, tell us smooth things. Things that are easy for our ears. And people came and they, they said things that God didn't say. And, he, and God said, I, have not, I did not send these prophets, yet they ran. I did not speak to them, but they spoke. But had they truly stood in my counsel, they would have turned the people from the air of their way. My word is like a fire. My word is like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. 
And that's a, that's a, that's a warrior that is, that is asleep and awake. When he, when he came back, again, he found them sleeping. Their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away one more time. Are we reading this correctly? Prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to his disciples and said, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. So this beautiful garden now is a place of complete brokenness. But all week I was thinking, I, I, I hope I, I, again, this is just my opinion. But why, why is Jesus wanting them to watch? I mean, what, he knows his hour. Nobody needs to watch. Nobody's got Jesus' back. Like what, what Peter going to do? Pull a sword and cut off the ear of Malchus, and Jesus repairs it. And you know, Peter, watch. Make sure you're watching me, because I, you know, watch. You're my guard. You're my, you're my, you're my uh, law enforcement. You're my security. Watch, please. Or, it, it, I, I don't think it's that. It actually, what we said earlier, read earlier. Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. So I think he was preparing Peter for the future. Watch and pray. Because you'll enter into temptation. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Peter, you, you need to learn that you watch. Be vigilant. Discipline your body. Be prepared for what is coming. Watch and pray. And so... Communion is going to be tonight up in the balcony. You have it as well. And here during the closing songs, this is when we reflect on the cross. We remember. See, sometimes you have to remember. Think of what we take for granted. We take for granted Jesus performing the will of the Father. He's basically saying, Father, is there any other way? Is he, is he not? Is there any other way? Is there any other path? Is there any other road? Is there any other plan B? If there was, God, now is the time to do it. The wrath of God's indignation being poured out on me. Lord, is there any other way? No, son. There is no other way. He laid his life down willingly. And so when we take of communion, we remember the body that was broken. By my stripes you are healed. Healed. Of course, there's, there's, physical, there's physical aspects there, but healed, healed spiritually. By my stripes, my blood, you are healed. And the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And, and we remember, and, and you take your, your mind back there, and then you say like Paul, oh, that I may know Him, that I may know Him in the power of His resurrection and in the fellowship of of his suffering, to be conformed to his death, fashioned in shape in such a way that I'm willing to die for him. So if you don't know him tonight, I know many do, many coming on a Wednesday night, obviously believers, but a lot of people watching too, you've got to apply the blood to your life. You have to believe that Jesus died, rose again, said who he was, is the Son of God, repent of your sin. There's no other road. There's no other way. We need to stop believing in the American Gospel. Amen? Stop believing in the American Gospel. Well, Shane, what's the American Gospel? Comfort, ease, and success. 
No, the Bible says suffering. In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Charles Spurgeon said, cheer up, cheer up, you faint-hearted warrior. Not only has Christ traveled this road, but he has defeated your enemies. So cheer up, wipe that grin off your face, wipe that sadness from your eyes, and cheer up. This is part of the walk. If Christ carried the cross and died for your sin and was beaten beyond recognition, and he went to Calvary knowing the weight of what he was doing, how much more uh, we expect there is going to be tribulation because the enemy is against you. The world is against you. Most believers are against you when you start to really live for God. There is tribulation. There is persecution. And if we know what to expect, we can persevere. I try to be thankful. Try to be thankful. Thank you for the things we have. Thank you for running water. Thank you for this. Thank you for stock options for some of you or retirement or 401Bs or 401Cs. And, and thank you for... What, that's a real thing, right? 401B? Oh, 401K. Gosh. I told you you can't preach perfectly in one hour. There's a, somebody look it up sometime. There's a 401B somewhere out there. But that's the point, right? Where all these things we're counting in. Take, don't count on those things. It'd be nice, be thankful, but Lord, even if you take everything, if I don't have that retirement, if that business still doesn't work out, if everything I've been counting on doesn't work out, Lord, you are sufficient. You are my all-consuming passion. So not only don't believe the American gospel, I'll close with this, don't believe the sugar-coated gospel. It is void of sin. It is void of uh, suffering. Don't believe the broad gospel that all paths lead to God. Listen, here's your struggle, you who believe all paths lead to God. And you believe Jesus at the same time. They both can't be right. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. I am not an option. I am not a few different ways. It's like a smorgasbord. I am the only way, the only life, the only truth. No man can access the Father but through me because the cross of Calvary bridged that gap between you and God. There's only one way. There is no plan B. There is no backup plan. And you will face tribulation for believing that. Praise God. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You Calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Hello, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman with Regaining Lost Ground. It is such a privilege to be on the station and to be able to speak to you each week. And I want to just let you know of an incredible opportunity. We have actually taken all 12 of my books and made them available as free downloads at the church website. The church website is westsidechristianfellowship.org. Again, that's westsidechristianfellowship.org, and it's under free ebooks. So books on revival, books on prayer, books 
on fasting, even books on health and fitness from a biblical perspective. I've written books to young adults and teenagers, to men, books on marriage and how far our nation has drifted and how we can get back on track and really begin to seek the heart of God again. So all of those books, all 12, are available as free downloads at westsidechristianfellowship.org. And you can send those out to friends, to family in need. Our goal is to get this out to help people in certain areas that they're struggling with. For example, if you like a lot of the messages here from Regaining Lost Ground from Westside Christian Fellowship, the books actually contain a lot of the sermon notes, a lot of the illustrations, a lot of the stories, a lot of the scriptures, a lot of the points. All of those are in the books that you can download for free. The newest one, 40 Days to Reset Your Life and Oh God, Would You Rend the Heavens? They both focus on prayer and fasting and renewal and all these things that are so vital because without another spiritual awakening, I don't have a lot of hope for our nation, but I have a lot of hope in God. So again, just want to let you know of this incredible opportunity at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks, and you can download the books for free on our church website. And again, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman thanking our listeners again for just the, the blessing you've been not only to me, but to our church staff from the emails coming in and the letters coming in on how God has blessed you powerfully through this program. And that is our prayer that he keeps doing that. It keeps bringing the prodigal sons home, that he restores marriages, and it begins to fill us mightily with his spirit. And we pray, oh God, rend the heavens and come down and visit your people again. And for all the latest on what God is doing with his ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.